It's 8 o'clock-ish, Saturday night. That means it's time for your Dark Entries Goth Radio. Back on the air after we were off last week. I'm your ghostly host of the host, DJD. We're here till 10 o'clock, bringing in the best in goth, post-punk, spooky tunes, horror, and all your spooky requests. 803-576-9872 is the number to call us. 803-576-WUSC. We're doing part two of my look back at my favorite releases of last year. It is 271 days until Halloween. This is Dark Entries Goth Radio. Here we go.
Angeles starting the show there. Dark Entries Goth Radio is on your radio with the ghostly host of the most DJD, and we are doing our look back at my uh, two, part two of my look back at my favorite releases of 2023 in the world of goth, post-punk, spooky tunes, death rock, uh, horror, industrials, all that sort of thing. And uh, that, that track actually that we just kicked it off with was uh, Move Angeles, like I said, from... Uh, a compilation that was put out by this collective called Darkness Calling that I'm a big fan of. And they put out these compilations that um, have themes to them. So, like, every track on the compilation has all has something to do with one specific horror movie. So that was from one called uh, Back from the Grave. There's a, there's two volumes of that, and they're all devoted to Return of the Living Dead. So every track in there has uh, is inspired by that movie. So uh, hence the theme in the Acid Rain. So Dark Interest Goth Radio is what you're listening to on your w- WUSC 90.5 FM Columbia. Uh, big thanks to uh, WZ for sticking around and hanging out, uh, as he always does, until I got here. Amazing show. You guys should be listening to that every Saturday night from 6 to 8 before me. And stick around after me, too, for uh, Into the Saucepan with DJ Rigatoni. She's on from uh, eight, from 10 to 12. So, t- 10 to 11. Yeah, that's right. She only does like a, a one-hour show. So, But we are here until 10 o'clock giving you spooky tunes and horror business and uh, continuing on my favorite releases of last year. This is probably going to be a four-part series. Uh, later on the show, I'm also going to be talking about what I was up to last weekend and why I wasn't here. Uh, like you said before, it's because I was at the uh, Days of the Dead uh, convention in Atlanta, which was fantastic. Also going to talk about the amazing thing that I did also in Atlanta last night. I'll get into that later on in the show. But uh, to kick off the first set here, the first set is going to be four tracks. Similar to how we did the first set in the last show, uh, last episode, which was a couple weeks ago, the first four tracks were from the upcoming film by uh, Columbia filmmaker uh, Chris Bickle. Probably most of you who are in town who are listening to the show know exactly who that is. And uh, he, he's just finished up. He's doing in post-production on his third movie right now. It's called Pater Noster and the Mission of Light. And the entire soundtrack, uh, I've been lucky enough to hear the whole thing, is pretty fantastic. And uh, in the last few weeks, he's well, the last couple of months, he's been releasing uh, a track here and there from it. Technically, in 2023, he did release eight tracks. And uh, four of those I played in the last uh, episode a couple weeks ago. And so we are going to do the same thing this time. We're going to kick off the uh, show with the first set with uh, four more tracks from that soundtrack. And I can't wait to actually see the finished film. But uh, the soundtrack already is absolutely fantastic. Probably one of one of the best soundtracks. One of my favorite soundtracks of all time. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and call it as that. Let's kick it off here. Uh, four tracks from that soundtrack. Kind of to ease us into the show. Not exactly something I would call like goth or post-punk, but it does have sort of a dark vibe, and it's a good way to ease into the show tonight. So we're, here's your first of four. It's called One Body, One Mind from the Pater Noster and the Mission of Light soundtrack. On Dark Entries Goth Radio, here we go. <laughs> Oh, 
I've been introduced during the Mission of Light. Uh, that's uh, We Are, the Mission of Light, from the uh, soundtrack to the upcoming film by uh, Chris Bickle, uh, Columbia's uh, premier uh, horror filmmaker, or filmmaker, however you want to sort of categorize him. I don't know that everything, what he does is necessarily horror. It's it's kind of its own thing. It's definitely got horror elements, but um, it's, it's a little bit of a few different things all kind of thrown together. This is the third film, uh, Peter Notice during the Mission of Light, and we just played uh, four tracks from the upcoming soundtrack to that, which uh, the tracks themselves were actually technically released last year. That's how they're able to fit into this show, which is part two of my look back at some of my favorite releases of 2023 in the goth, post-punk, uh, death rock, horror, uh, industrial world, and uh, this is probably going to be a four-part series. Honestly, it's uh, there's just too many things to squeeze into even one or two episodes. I am anxious to hurry up and get on to the 2024 stuff because so much just in the last few days so many cool things have come out uh, this year but we'll get to that when we get to that and in order they were uh, One Body One Mind uh, Mana for the Children uh, Down in the Void and we just heard We Are the Mission of Light so uh, yeah amazing soundtrack and speaking of uh, events and things uh, you probably noticed in that track there was a a pretty solid uh, saxophone solo that was done by the one and only Tim Capello as in the sax man himself Tim Tim Capello as in the sax man from the Lost Boys, Tim Capello, as in the Tim Capello, who actually performed at the Art Bar back in 2022, the summer of 2022. The reason I know that is because not only was that the show, I DJ'd the show, and it was fantastic. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, I cannot believe that we actually, uh, Chris actually landed him for the movie, and we were able to actually get him in town for a show. Uh, wherever you are, if you can see Tim Capello live, go to that show. It's one of the best uh, live shows you'll ever see, and also one of uh, the coolest, nicest people we ever meet. I can't believe I can actually say that. I sort of kind of shared the stage with him, and I'm on the flyer with him, and it was, it was fantastic. It was amazing. So a uh, big thanks to the Art Bar for uh, making that happen. And speaking of events coming up at the Art Bar, um, if you do actually want to uh, catch the DJD sort of live experience as it is, we got a show coming up on the Sunday the 18th at the Art Bar. It is called Save Bubs. It's a fundraiser for our friend uh, Bubs Rebella, who's uh, sort of a Columbia mainstay in the music scene, who's been uh, making music and entertaining everybody for 20-plus uh, years. Uh, I first met him when um, when I was actually in a band with him. We uh, The first band I was ever in, we were we were in a band together. And uh, they've been sort of in a million bands ever since then and, and in Columbia, and everyone in Columbia the nightlife scene knows who Bubs is. So uh, they've got some, uh, some health issues, and so we're having a fundraiser to uh, raise some money to pay for all that stuff. And they're going to have several bands there. We've got, so far, uh, Long Shot Odds, The Transonics, Communist Daughter, which is a tribute band to Neutral Milk Hotel. And I think one or two more bands are going to be added. And also yours truly, me. I'm going to be uh, DJing uh, on and off all night between all the bands. So it starts at 6 p.m. on the 18th in February. That's coming up in, in, I guess, uh, two weeks. That's going to be on a Sunday night. Starts at 6 o'clock, goes until about midnight. So if you can make it out, definitely make it out to that. Throw some money at that uh, to, uh, for a very worthy cause. We'll talk more about it next weekend on the show, too, because it'll be uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. So uh, I've got uh, more show to do uh, coming up in a little bit. I'm also going to talk about the uh, Mad, the uh, no, sorry, my, not Mad Monster Party. I'm getting my ha- my horror cons mixed up, man. Uh, the Days of the Dead horror con that I was at last Saturday night. Uh, there's a lot to talk about there. I'll try to keep it brief, but uh, I'll, I'll go into that in a little bit later. I'm also going to talk about what I got up to last night in Atlanta. But we're going to knock out another set before we do that. We're going to shift gears here. We're going to get to some proper uh, goth post-punk stuff that's been released in the last uh, several months and last year. Coming up in this set, we got some stuff from... Uh, Great Gallows, I'm a big fan of, and Tears to the Dying, also a big fan of them. Uh, but to kick it off, actually, is a band that I actually just discovered uh, in the last week or so. can't believe I actually was not familiar with them until recently, but uh, Dionysus, um, which is pretty solid stuff, very much in the vein of uh, Lebanon Hanover. That's going to kick off the set. This is them. 
a single they released called See You Dance. Gonna darken things up a little bit here. We're gonna knock out this set, come back, we'll do some more talking. Dark Entries Gov Radio is on your radio.
zoom from right here. Oh, look out. All right, microphone. Hello. Microphone uh, jumped to life. <laughs> Hello. All right, uh, Tears of Dying. Um, to uh, round off that set there. Dark Entries Gothra is what you're listening to right now with a ghostly host with the most DJD. Dionysus kicked off the set with uh, See You Dance and Grey Gallows in there with uh, Lies from a new album called Strangers that came out last year. Echo Barrel after that uh, with a track on Falling Away. That's the Falling Away uh, special edition EP is what that's from. And uh, Tears for the Dying is what we just heard with We Are the Darkness. Dark Entries Goth Radio is on your radio. Give you the best in spooky tunes, horror business, possessed microphones, and our looks back at the best releases, or at least my favorite releases, of 2023. This is uh, part two of that, so we're going to uh, knock out more of that in the second hour. And uh, like I said, this is probably going to be a four-part series. I tried to limit it to three, but I'm, I'm not going to kid myself. There's just too much, and it's, it's hard to leave that much out, so we're probably going to do like a four-parter. But after that, we'll jump into 2024 stuff. But I want to talk real quick about what happened last weekend. Uh, the reason I wasn't here was at the uh, Days of the Dead a Horror Convention in Atlanta, and I'm going to try to give you a quick rundown of how that went. I'm going to write a post about it, and I'll uh, be posting more about it probably in the, in the coming week to give you a little bit more detail. But here's how it went. Every one of these things that I go to, and I've been going to them for like 10 years now, everyone, there's always like the one guest that is it's like my personal white whale, right? It's like my, if if nobody else had shown up, I would drive down just to see that one person because I'm that big of a fan. Uh, this year, it was uh, Claire Higgins, a.k.a. Julia from Hellraiser, because, as, as you all know, um, I'm a Hellraiser fanatic slash Clive Barker fanatic. I've met the majority of the cast of the movie. I've met pretty much the entire main cast of the movie at this point, with the exception of Sean Chapman, who, uh, a.k.a. Frank, who uh, pretty much doesn't do convention appearances, at least not in the States anyway. And Claire Higgins doesn't really. Uh, and so it was a pretty big deal to actually see her there, because I, you know, those two were the, the last two that I would not ever met before. And the Cinnabites I'd actually met several times, and I I got to talk to them. I'll get to that in a minute. But to have Claire Higgins at a show, I couldn't believe I can't believe Julie was actually going to be there. So I, I like, you know, this was in Atlanta. It's about a two-and-a-half-hour, three-hour drive for me. So I race down there. Um, I go in, get the ticket. I mean, I already have my ticket and everything. But I go in, and I beeline it straight to her table. This is what I do every year. There's always one or two. That's the reason I showed up at the con, even if, like, nobody else is going to be there, even though I'm really just as excited about some other people. But there's always the one or two that, like, makes me make the drive. And uh, the first thing I do, because I do so many of these things, is I beeline straight to their table. I don't waste any time. I don't look at cosplayers. I'm not looking at vendors. I'm not looking at anything other than just to get to my person. And let me tell you, at this point, I'm like a professional con goer. I'm shopping. When I say shopping, I mean, like, for the autographs I want. Uh, I'm looking for the tables I want to see. I'm bucking and weaving. I'm weaving between people. Uh, I'm like a professional driver in traffic. I mean, you know, I'm just like, just get out of my way. I'm weaving and weaving. And uh, I'm there with a the mission, and I know exactly who I want to see. I know exactly, or at least I'm trying to find out where they are, and I know what order I'm going to see them in. Like, <laughs> I'm going to make the rounds <laughs> and uh, and go ahead and get the, mar- the priority ones out of the way. And then I've got my sort of round two of people I want to talk to. But I, I, I go in there with, with plans. I'm not a, I'm not a dilly-dally. I don't go in there and, and peruse. I got, a, I got priorities. I got things to, to do. So um, I, uh, I go straight to her table and so jazzed about it, and she's not at her table. Uh, she was gone, <laughs> so she stepped away. <laughs> she was going to be there, but she, she stepped away for a bit. So, uh, okay, great. Uh, that's, that's fine, because there are like two or three others that I'm also just as excited to see, and one of them happened to be Carrie Hen, <clears throat> a.k.a. Newt from, from uh, Aliens. And she does convention. Uh, I knew she did a lot of conventions, but she doesn't do them here in the southeast. So uh, this is the first one that she's going to be at that I'd ever gone to. And she was literally um, right behind the table, right behind Claire Higgins's 
So all I had to do was literally just turn around, just rotate, and there's there's Newt right in front of me. And so I got to talk to her for a little bit. But at the time that I got there, it just so happens that the reason why Claire Higgins had stepped away was because, like, in a few minutes, uh, there was going to be a Hellraiser panel. So, like, all the actor, actors who were there from uh, from the first movie and some of the sequels, anyone Hellraiser-related was all going to be at this panel together. She had stepped away to go to that, and I was going to have to step away to go to that because I wanted to go to it, too, and it was going to be in about ten minutes. So I didn't really have a lot of time to, like, talk to anybody, but I just kind of, like, made the scene. I just kind of, like, did my, made my rounds and uh, took a look at everybody and then made my way to the Hellraiser panel, and it was amazing. It was hilarious. They told a lot of stories I had not actually ever heard before. Some I had heard before, some I hadn't. And something funny happened. I'll tell you this real quick, and then we're going to get to the next set. And uh, for the rest of the, if you want to know about how the rest of the day went, you'll just have to read about it because I'm going to write a post about it. I'm going to write an article about it. was going to the panel, and I couldn't find it. I couldn't find the, the, the door that led into the room. Uh, but right outside a different door down the hall was Doug Bradley standing there. And so he was there with a, a few folks. And uh, I just walked up to him and I just said, look, this is stupid. I'm trying to find the panel. I'm assuming you're going to the panel. And uh, I said, where is it? He goes, <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I'm going. He goes, do you want to go? And I said, I don't know if they'll let me in. He goes, just tell me. <laughs> tell me you're Nicholas Vince. <laughs> I was like, okay. Nicholas Vince, by the way, applied the chatter in Hellraiser. And uh, it's like, okay, yeah, that'll work. And he kind of laughed. He was great. He was great. So then I, I did find it. He was like, oh, is that door around the corner? So then I went around the corner. Near the end of the day, I finally made my way to his table. I'm in this weird spot where, like, he actually wasn't the priority because I'd, I'd met him several times before. So uh, I did make my way over to his table. And by that point, like, the crowd had thinned out. There was nobody there. And so we got to have uh, a good talk. And what we talked about was cricket, of all things, because uh, in, the, uh, in the panel he brought up something about cricket, about how he played cricket. And so I walked up to him. I was like, hey, dude, do you actually do, do you keep up with cricket? And he said, yeah, absolutely. And, I, you know, I lived in the U.K. for a little bit and I learned a little bit about it. So we we had, this is so surreal, I had a 10-minute conversation about cricket with Pinhead. <laughs> so that's how, that's how the day ended, pretty much. I mean, I, a few other things did happen. But um, but that was a great conversation to have with him. It was just two guys talking about cricket. Because uh, Intentionally because, like, I know he's sick of answering the same 15 questions over and over again for the last four decades. Uh, I know that he answers those questions all the time. And so it was really more interesting to me just to have a, a talk with a person and, and to chat about something else. So, kids, that's all I'm going to talk about that. I've got a lot more to say about it. I'm going to, I'm going to write an article about it, and, and uh, I'll post that in all the socials and everything and go really into depth about who all I talked to and, and, and what all happened. Also, real quick, last night, I was also in Atlanta. Why? Because I went to an orchestra performance of the uh, score to Batman 1989, literally my favorite movie of all time. Uh, an orchestra set up at the Cobb Energy Center in Atlanta, and they broadcast a screen and broadcast the entire movie from start to finish. And you could hear the, the movie as well. And an actual orchestra was set up in front of the screen playing the entire score, the entire soundtrack from beginning to end for the whole movie uh, with an intermission in between. And it was absolutely amazing. I mean, that was my favorite movie of all time anyway, my favorite movie soundtrack of all time. Uh, I can't believe I've had these two amazing weekends back-to-back. So last night was fantastic. So um, that's... They're, they're touring with that thing, too. So if you're listening to this and you can catch it somewhere, uh, it's go catch it. You just Google Batman score orchestra on tour or whatever. I don't know what it's called. But uh, go catch that if you can because it was absolutely amazing. All right, kids, uh, we have got another hour of the show to do. I'm going to shut up, and we are going to take a quick little break uh, with more of our look back at my favorite releases of 2023. Uh, that's after we hear back from Uncle Charlie, and that's all coming up right after this. On the road again. Nearly 700,000 Americans were arrested on marijuana charges last year. That's an enormous waste of law enforcement resources and terribly unfair to those arrested and their families. 
It's time we stopped arresting adults who smoke marijuana responsibly. For more information, visit Normal's website at www.normal.org or call toll-free 888-67-NORMAL and tell them Willie sent you. Self-defense is anything we do to make our lives safer on a daily basis. Self-defense is fighting with our fists, yelling, telling him to stop looking at us, running away, listening to our gut instinct, getting support, knowing that we are worth defending, talking about what happened. <laughs> and playing rock. The goal of self-defense is to provide all women, children, queers, people of color, and targeted communities with options and skills that are effective and practical no matter what our experience, age, level of fitness or shape of body may be. Let's talk about Helter Skelter. Bugliosi paints you as a small, would-be pop singer, as he describes it, of little talent. How do you react to that? Bugliosi looks in the mirror every morning when he shaves. And that's the only person in Bugliosi's world. Just him. 
Ask his wife. She knows it. What about the accuracy of the book, though, Charlie? He had the dates right and the names right, but he had a million illusions that had nothing to do with my reality. He was only trying and convicting his own reality. It didn't have anything to do with me. I've already been through all these prisons. Kids Dark Injuries Goth Radio is on your radio. I'm your host, DJ D. We're here for the second half of the show here. Uh, looking back at the best releases of 2023 Part 2. Coming up with this set, uh, we have got some really cool stuff from Mirror of Haze. It's going to kick it off in just a second. Also got uh, some Suburban Spell and uh, one that I'm incredibly excited about, Palace of Tears. Fantastic band that I've had the pleasure of uh, working with before. That's all come up in this set. 803-576-9872 is the number to call. It's 803-576-WUSC for Dark Entries, Goth Radio, the best in spooky tunes, horror business, until 10 o'clock.
Uh, Scorpion Spell. Really solid danceable track. Uh, speaking of the uh, the Say Bub show is coming up on the uh, twenty on the sorry on the eighteenth at the Arbor. I'm gonna work that uh, track into my uh, into my night. I'll be DJing on and off uh, throughout the uh, show, uh, before the bands and after the bands and in between the bands. And um, I've already put together like a um, a tentative playlist. So I've been sort of in the last few weeks just slowly adding to it. And that track just got added. So if you want to come out and dance to that, you can. Art Bar uh, Sunday the eighteenth. And we're going to have our benefit with uh, several bands playing, including the Transonics and a few other solid ones. And then me DJing, that's to uh, raise money for Bubs uh, for their health treatments uh, before they go off to Africa. Because they have to go to Africa to get uh, treated health-wise and raise money for that. Because that's where we are. Enough said. Not getting into that. But anyway, uh, so we are going to continue the show here. we got enough, enough, got enough time, I think, for one more track. Uh, to before we get out of here, I think we got what we got 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Yeah, we got some time before uh, old DJ Rigatoni is going to come in for Into the Saucepan. Uh, highly recommend you check her out, stick around for that show. Uh, oh, oh, that reminds me of something. So, she always starts her show off with um, They Might Be Giants, which is a lot of fun for me because I haven't listened to them in years until she came in and started doing her show. Uh, I used to listen to them in the um, in, in high school. I had a, a sort of a friend group who, who kind of got me into them. So we'd sit around listening to them uh, <laughs> while we were playing epic games of Risk on a Saturday afternoon of a Saturday. That was how uh, how cool I was in high school. I got together with my buddies, <laughs> played Risk for four hours, and listened to They Might Be Giants. Uh, so, yeah, take taking high school by storm, let me tell you. Anyway, yeah, that was uh, – I, I had not really paid much attention to them or listened to them too much until then, but um, she, she kind of reintroduced me to them. But last night, as I was in Atlanta, after the show was over, uh, I was – there was this really cool radio station in Atlanta. I hate to push another station, but uh, if you're down there, uh, 95.5 uh, was playing some pretty solid stuff, and I'm not familiar with that station at all. After the, the show was over that I went to, um, I had it on, and they were playing, um, I don't know what the name of the song is. I think it's Birdhouse in Your Soul. Uh, I'm going to ask Rigatoni about it. I'm sure she could tell me. But uh, it just, flood of memories came back, because I was like, oh, man, this takes me right back to, like, 10th grade or 9th grade. We used to sit around and listen to them. I had not heard that song in a good 20-something years. But um, anyway, uh, also in that station, I don't know what was going on. It was amazing. Music for the night was fantastic, just all around. Uh, I get to the venue, and I had to drive up to the roof of the parking garage at the venue to, to get space. And it was slow going because uh, everyone was trying to get parked at the same time. And like the show was going to start in like 20 minutes. So it was like you know packed. As I'm driving in this parking garage... On the station I'm listening to, they're playing Peter Murphy and Trent Reznor singing uh, Head Like a Hole. <laughs> well, it's Peter Murphy singing Head Like a Hole with Trent Reznor kind of doing background vocals. And that was just on the radio. That was what I flipped over to. And I was like, what station is this? I was like, is this my show? Because <laughs> this sounds like my show. Because <laughs> I don't know Atlanta radio stations. But, uh, yeah, that was just kind of how the night got started, you know. And then parked the car and did the thing. And if you guys who might have missed it earlier in the show, what I was talking about was the show I went to was it was a performance of the soundtrack to Batman, as in the, the score to Batman, the Danny Elfman score, uh, which is my favorite movie of all time, 1989 Batman. And there was an entire orchestra set up in front of the screen, and they just broadcast the movie, and, and you know we watched the movie, the entire movie, with an intermission halfway in, while an orchestra performed the entire soundtrack in real time to the movie. So it was, it was absolutely fantastic. So if you can if you can go to this thing, it's on tour. Uh, if it's in your city, then go to it for sure. But uh, if you're a Batman fan, a lot of cool cosplay going on with that thing too. It was, it was you know, 
And I got a, a really great seat. Uh, mine was about halfway up. Of course, this is an orchestra seating, so it was way high up. But I got I was halfway up, uh, dead center, like you couldn't get more center. So it was it was a perfect spot for it. I kind of snagged the ticket at the last minute. I got a good deal on it. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was amazing. And then um, in the venue, like before the show and after the show, uh, when you're in the lobby getting your snacks and everything, overpriced snacks, by the way, $14 or $12 for a, a tiny little bag of popcorn. As I'm getting my overpriced snacks, um, they were blasting uh, Oingo Boingo. They were playing uh, Weird Science. Like, that's what I was listening to in the lobby. And then the second the whole performance was over, and, you know, the conductor and the orchestra and all that were taking their battles and everything, all of a sudden, boom, Oingo Boingo again. They start playing Dead Man's Party. And, like, that was how the night went. The music all around for the whole night was great. Uh, and then I get back in the car, I turn on this cool radio station, and they're playing, like, like all these selections from uh, grunge unplugged shows. So it was, like, Alice in Chains unplugged and, like, Nirvana unplugged and all this kind of thing, and Pearl Jam and everything. And it was just like, man, this is just musical. It was a great night, so... And then I made my uh, my three hour drive home. So that was how my night went last night. It was great. So uh, here we are. So let's knock out another uh, set before we get out of here, and um, get into some uh, Ray Tony when she comes up in a second. But uh, to kick it off uh, in this last set of the show, uh, we are counting back down to like I said, my uh, favorite releases of 2023, uh, and uh, we're gonna knock out in this set some Vexagon, uh, some Bellwether Syndicate, and uh, Vision Video. That's all coming up. But to kick it off though, with some stuff from Kanga who put out a fantastic album last year uh, called Under Glass. And that is going to start the set. And we'll be back and say our goodbyes after this. Dark Entries Goth Radio is on your radio.
Bill Weather Syndicate to uh, end the show, uh, and that's a pretty good, solid way to end things. Uh, it's from an album that came out last year called uh, Vestige and Vigil. The track was called Clarion, and uh, they kicked off the set with uh, Kanga, a uh, solid track there with a track called Midnight Horses uh, from an album called Under Glass. Uh, Vision Video in there with their track Normalized and Vexagon in there, who I always dig. Uh, with a track on Eyes Without a Face, and we ended with uh, the Bellwether Syndicate. This has been Dark Injuries Goth Radio, part part two of our look back at the best in 2023 in uh, goth and post-punk releases. Uh, we'll be back next year with part... I'm mean, sorry, next year. We'll be back next week with part three, and then probably going to be a four-part series, honestly. Uh, but I'll have this uploaded to the podcast uh, tomorrow, most likely. That's at darkentriesgothradio.podbean.com. You can also follow me on all the things at, at darkentriesdjd. That's on uh, Twitter. Instagram and uh, TikTok, and that's about it. DJ don't do no Snapchat, so don't ask me about that. Or Threads, by the way. Not, not even getting, not even touching that. So that's that about that on that. I'll see you next week, kids. Uh, stay tuned because uh, DJ Rigatoni is coming up in just a few minutes with uh, Into the Saucepan, and that's coming up in just a minute. But we're going to end it as we usually do with our usual Rocky Horror. So I'll see you next week, kids. And uh, as always, keep it spooky. Streaming into my life.